Good morning, Packers fans. Hey, we back. It's been a couple weeks. Brian decided to spend time with his family. <laughs> Jerk. Right. But hey, we're here. And the draft is nine days away. And so, of course, we got to talk about it. Brian wrote a fantastic piece for the ATB Network on every offensive player that could possibly be on the Packers draft board. There's a lot of names. So, Brian, (laughs) I'm looking at this, and there's like, I'm not lying, like a hundred (laughs) names. The Packers Packers are not going in to the draft with that many names on their board, are they? No, it's because obviously it's um, the best I can do as far as like, uh, you know, film study and then their athleticism standards. Um, but of course, there's obviously information we don't have access to about some of these players, like medicals, um, you know, interviews, like that the teams have done with the players, like if they feel like the guy's a fit, you know, and, and um, you know, background stuff and whatever type of stuff that we don't have access to that's going to, you know, possibly take those guys off the Packers board. So um, this is just like the best I can do with what information I can. So well, this is crazy, Brian. So what you're saying is that all of these analysts, even the big boys up at ESPN and everything, really have no idea what they're talking about when they say this guy is on their board because there could be something they don't know about that would get him off the Packers board. That's so wild. Said, yeah. That's wild. They have a little more insider information, but, you know, they hear stuff here and there. But other other than that, yeah, they don't have that a lot more. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. It's it's amazing. It's like the Packers front office is paid to do a job that we're not paid to do. Right. My goodness. Everything everything that's out there is 100% shoot. There's no no, uh, smoke screens or anything I can put out there. Yeah. No kidding. Do you think any of their top 30 visits are smoke screens this year? Oh, of course. There's always some every year that are smoke screens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if they weren't, they'd be drafting, you know, six, seven, eight guys from, their, from the from 30 visits every year, and then they don't. Yeah, they drafted a few last year from their top 30 visits, but the year before, I think they drafted, like, none. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because, like, last year, they're, from last year's, visits there's like six guys currently on the roster a couple of them were guys that brought in <clears throat> as free agents that were you know cuts or, or what have you mm-hmm. um but like it, the guys that were drafted it was like even just from this past year was i think three or four um but then if you go the year before that like you said there was like zero or one or something like that and then the year before that there was like maybe two so i think just last year was kind of a little bit weird anomaly um this year it'll probably again be like three guys or something like that, two or three guys. Maybe, maybe. Probably. Well, wh- let's go through this positionally, <laughs> and we'll, we'll give you the names that Brian uh, came up with, that these are guys that fit the Packers' tendencies in terms of their physical traits and their athletic scores and film study and things like that. So let's start with quarterback. So a lot of people, of course, and it's the it's the Jordan Love haters out there are freaking out that the Packers are probably going to take a quarterback 
in this draft, but they don't have a backup, right? They, I mean, unless they want to roll with Danny Etling, which I do not feel confident in. Well, and bring, Kurt, Kurt Benkert has already said the front office doesn't like him. So, well, some of the people yeah. from the front office said like some they didn't like his his, his humor, yeah, his or sense something of like humor, that. something like that. Yeah. He called uh, he called Florio a clown on well, Twitter, that we all that. and apparently the big boys upstairs at twelve sixty five didn't like that. But whatever. <laughs> But whatever. So you have a few names here of quarterbacks that would be on the Packers board. Some are some pretty bigger names that a lot of people have heard of and some some are not. And I'm really glad that you made special note in your article of my guy Holton Ollers of ECU because he is fantastic and Mm -hmm. I think is a sleeper. I don't I don't think he's going to be a star in the NFL by any means but if no. you look at his body of work across NCAA history his name is right up there with some of the best in terms of his production. So I'm just going to go through this list <laughs> and list them off and you know we'll we'll talk about a couple of them as right. who could be a good backup for Jordan Love. Anthony Richardson Florida of course, 10 RAS. All right. Clayton Toon from Houston. Sean Clifford from Penn State. Tyson Bagnett from Shepard. I haven't even heard of Shepard. Tanner <laughs> McKee, Stanford. <laughs> Turner Pullen of McKendry. Connor Degenhart of New Haven. Tommy DeVito of Illinois. And Tim Demerat of Fordham. And then I mentioned you have Holton Ollers in a special along with Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. So of those guys, the Packers, if we look at their history, in 2008 when they made the transition from Brett Favre to Jordan Love, they drafted two quarterbacks, two. Brian Brom, LOL, in the second round, and... The guy from Wisconsin, Scott Tolzien, in the seventh. No, it wasn't Tolzien. Tolzien was UDFA. Well, it was another Wisconsin guy, wasn't it? No, well, no, it was, um, what's the name from LSU? Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He, played, he went for the Seattle Seahawks for like a year, and then he came back. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, Flynn. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, Matt Flynn. Oh, are you sure it was Matt Flynn? I could have sworn yep. it was Tolzien. I'm so looking it up LSU. right now. So while I look this up, you tell me which ones you think are are probably guys. Oh, you're right. It was Matt Flynn. I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, so um, like we, we kind of sort of talked about it was Holt Allers. Um, I mean, I think mostly more specifically because they've I, they've met with him like three times. That's kind of something interesting. That's uh, if they met with somebody three times like that, that's kind of something that's kind of a, a sign. Um, if they met with him just once, you could say, well, you know, maybe it was a smoke screen or maybe there's any information about something else, you know, whatever. But three times is kind of, it's pretty interesting. Um, but he's probably a, a late uh, sixth, seventh round guy. Maybe he goes, maybe he goes undrafted, but probably because it's a weak class, he'll probably go like sixth, seventh round. 
Um, so Allers is, is a potential pick. And then a guy who's – I've been one of my favorite guys in this class, um, Clayton Toon from Houston. Uh, he fits like the type of quarterback that the Packers usually like. He's athletic. He's tall. He's got a decent arm. You know, he can move around. Um, he can create with his legs, like I said. Um, he's got a lot of experience. So he's the type of guy that the Packers would like. So I would say him, Allers, um, probably Bagnet from uh, – would be a potential fit. He's a little more of a, of a project. Um, but I think those three guys would be um, good choices. Probably Sean yeah, Clifford like, if he has UDFA. Probably Sean Clifford as UDFA. Yeah, yeah. The the free the free aging quarterback class isn't much better than the rookies that nope. they have either. So it's you know you you could get a veteran backup quarterback, but personally, I would. I would like to, if Jordan Love goes down for whatever reason, I would rather roll with Holton Ollers than Matt Ryan. You know? So. <laughs> you want Matty Ice? Matty Ice. I Matty I Ice. So that's quarterback. Now, here's running back. Now, this is an interesting one because the Packers have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I have heard, seen reports that Aaron Jones will be gone next year, and I've seen one that A.J. Dillon will be gone next year because, of <laughs> course, A.J. Dillon is in the final year of his rookie contract. And, you know, I mean, the the whole idea of why I think the Packers should resign him and try to keep that duo together for as long as they are effective is a whole nother episode. But <laughs> regardless, they don't really have a good third running back unless you like Patrick Taylor. I think Patrick is okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, the 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 consensus is, is that they're going to probably take a running back. Yeah. So let's go through this list. It's a, it's a bigger list. Daenerys <laughs> Prince, uh, Bijan B. Robinson, eh, everyone likes him. Probably the best running back in the draft. Oh, 100%. Ch- Chase Brown. And this Israel, and I'm going to butcher it, Aban Ikanda. Ikanda or something, yeah. Darius Hagens. Uh, Zazavion Valade, Arizona State. Evan Hall of Northwestern. Isaiah Bowser of UCF. Zach Evans, Ole Miss. Zach Charbonnet, UCLA. Rashawn Johnson, Texas. TJ Green, Liberty. Kalan LeBourne from Marshall, Andrew Clare from Northwestern, two Northwestern guys on here, Tank mm-hmm. Bigsby, Auburn, Amari Demarcado De from TCU, Ike Yarber, Union College, Jameer Gibbs of Alabama, Tyler Hoosman of North Dakota, Jadarius Townsend of Texas Tech, T.J. Spears of Tulane, and Emmanuel Wilson of Fort Valley State. Mm-hmm. Educate me, Brian. Like, what are the Packers looking for in a running back, and what, what, uh, which two or three of these guys do you think is a realistic, realistically on their board? I mean, they're all realistic picks for them because, of course, right. that's why you put them in here, but they're not going into the draft with this many running back names on their board 
No, like I said earlier, there's probably some of those guys are not on the board due to medicals or fit issues that they may the Packer may have found or like a personal issue or you know a multiple a multitude of things. Um, so obviously, not all those guys will be on the board. Um, I try to do my best on many guys that I feel like probably aren't fits for like the, the zone blocking scheme they run and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it can be hard sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's a really good running back class. So you think a lot, a lot of those guys are good fits. That's why the, the list is here so long. Um, but you know, a lot of, a lot of the guys that a lot of people have talked about before, um, Izzy Abakenda from Pitt, he's a good fit. Um, Ty J Spears is a good fit. Um, uh, and then Chase Chase Brown's an okay fit. He's kind of more probably more of a third down back in the NFL. Um, you know, of course, Bijan's a good fit for basically every team out there. Um, Denerick Prince is a decent fit. He's he's a little bit of a de- developmental guy. Uh, he didn't really show a lot at Tulsa, but it might be just because he was playing at Tulsa. Um, but he he worked out really well. Somewhere lots really, really surprisingly. Um, yeah, I think those are the, the some of the better fits. Um, some people like Jack Sharp, Charbonnet, but he's a little bit um, he's a little stiff, and his receiving skills aren't as great. Um, so I don't know. I don't think he was really that great of a fit, but I think he could fill the AJ Dillon role kind of if they wanted to, if they were playing. The receiving the receiving aspect of it is going to be more important than in past years with a more pure Matt Lafleur offense. I think. Hopefully, it's going to be more running back centered things like that. Well, that's going to be interesting to see when and where they draft a running back because they usually do. They usually do draft one, and if they don't, they get a couple in um, as undrafted free agents. And they're they're right. still holding on to Tyler Goodson, I believe, from Iowa that they yeah, took last year. And I really liked him in preseason. He, he showed some very fun flashes there. But, you know, if they're going to have a guy to keep on the practice squad or whatever, like you said, this is a really good running back class. So I think yeah. it would be foolish to leave leave them off their board. Now, of course, everyone wants to know about wide receivers and tight ends. So we'll do them last. <laughs> <laughs> and let's let's look at some offensive tackles here. Packers usually take two or three offensive linemen. Pretty much, yeah, every year. Yeah. It's not at the very least one, but yeah, usually at least two. And while their offensive line looks pretty good this season, one, hopefully everyone will be healthy, and two, the questions next season. Yeah, the guys under contract for next season are Elton Jenkins, who is a good one to have under contract. Yeah, I believe Josh Myers is that correct? Yeah, he's under contract. Yeah, for next year, and then I I can't remember the other one, but David Bakhtiari it yeah, could be gone. Well, yeah, but he. But, yeah, oh yeah, huge, he's still huge cap hit, huge. Yeah, he's still technically hit. under contract. <laughs> technically under contract, but yeah, but John Running Jr. and yeah. all them coming up, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, all right, so the contract, and then the, the 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 rookies from last year are still under contract, of course. Of course, of course, Zach Tom, 
Love mm-hmm. me some Zach Tom. Zach Tom. All right, let's take a. Did he allow a sack last year? I don't think he allowed a sack last year. No, he didn't. And he played a bit. A bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so are your names here for offensive tackle are Blake Freeland of BYU, Jake Witt of Northern Michigan, Roderick Jones, Georgia. That is such a Georgia name. <laughs> Nick Saldaveri of Old Dominion, also a very Old Dominion name. <laughs> Earl Bostic of Kansas. I think his name might give Packers fans PTSD. Henry uh, Bird, Braden Daniels, John Ojuku. 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 Boise yeah. State. Matthew Bergeron of Syracuse. Demontre Jacobs of USF. Wanya Morris of Oklahoma. Luke Haggard of Indiana. Anton Harrison, Oklahoma, Jordan Boatman, Killian Zierer, Auburn, Alex Plachewski, Illinois, and Cooper Hodges of Appalachian State. So who who do you like the most out of that group? Yes, I specifically, I specifically put some fake names in there just to trip you up. Oh, exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's a de- it's a good class as far as like the first like three rounds. After that's kind of like eh. um, the, the depth kind of falls off after that. Um, but you know, it's it's kind of the guys I've been talking about a lot on Twitter for freaking like a year, basically. Like uh, Anton Harrison, I love Anton Harrison. Um, you know, John Juku has been one of my guys since last year. I thought he was going to come out last year. He didn't come out last year. He stayed for like one per year. Um, he's been one of my guys since then. Uh, so he can play left tackle, right tackle. Um, you know, he's got the obviously guys athleticism. Um, he has experience. He has a lot of stuff that the Packers look for. Um, they could probably get him in the third round, maybe. Yeah, probably third round because the class is pretty weak. Um, so he's a guy that's one of my favorite kind of uh, kind of lesser known fits. I can't um, believe that you would do that to a guy you like so much, project him in the third round for the Packers, given their history of third-round picks. Well, that's why he'll he'll break the curse. It's okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, of course, there's other people that everybody talked about and knows about. There's Broderick Jones. Um, and, of course, there's Paris Johnson, who didn't really work out enough to get an RS score, but, I mean, he's uh, he's going to be on the board. Um and there's the wit. He's the wit guy. He's he's kind of a developmental guy. So uh, they could possibly take him on day three, see if they can develop him to something. Um, another interesting one though is Jamacha Jacobs from uh, USF because he's like I don't have I don't have to look at it right now, but he's like six six or something like that. He has like thirty five inch arms. Something like that. He's got these huge long arms, um, and he tested out actually better than my, I thought he would test out. So. Um, he's an interesting uh, developmental project that they could they could get him and Caleb Jones on the line. Yeah, there you go. Massive, massive. Yeah, he's a better athlete than Caleb Jones, but yeah, I mean he'll he'll get drafted for sure. But um, yeah, this is yeah. It's and then of course with the Packers, they have their threshold, so that's why the list isn't as long as uh, I think some people think it would be. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, here's the interior offensive line, and that that is a long, long list for you. 
Yeah, that's guards and centers. Guards and centers, which uh, the Packers need. So, <laughs> let's go with, we got Tyler Steen, Alabama. Peter Skaronsky, Northwestern, which a lot of mock drafts have the Packers taking. Cody Motch, North Dakota State. Anderson Hardy, Appalachian State. Ricky Stormberg, Arkansas. City Sow, Eastern Michigan. Joey Fisher, Shepard. John Gaines, UCLA. Ryan Hayes, Michigan. Chandler Savala, North Carolina State. Dylan Detheridge, Western Michigan. J.D. Dorenzo, Michigan State. Luke Weipler, OSU. Alex Pilstrom, Illinois. Chris Toth, Aurora. Oh, Malaysia. <laughs> Melisala, Amave, <laughs> Laulu, Oregon. Marcus Minor, Pittsburgh. Nick Broker, Ole Miss. Michael McAllister, Youngstown State, Harris Lachance, BYU, TJ Bass, Oregon, Juice Scruggs, Penn State, Patrick Flynn, New Hampshire, Ilm Manning, Hawaii, Chuck Villaga, Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz, Minnesota, Lusigan Uluwatimi, Michigan, and Jake Andrews from Troy. Mm -hmm. Some so, good names. A lot of, lot of Big Ten. Well, it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, they always put, put out a lot of offensive linemen. Yeah. So who do you like? Um, for your so guys? Them, I mean, of course, uh, Skaronski, uh, but I don't think with how the Packers draft and where he's going to get taken, he's not going to be a Packer. Um, because, you know, with the Packers, they have the thresholds with their arm length on their offensive linemen. Well, more specifically with their, their uh, tackles. So um, anybody with un under 33-inch arms, the Packers basically deem a, as a guard. So that's why Skaronsi's there. That's why Sk Tyler uh, Steen is there. That's why uh, Hayes from Michigan is in there under guards because those guys all have under 33-inch arms. So that's why the list is almost longer, too, of course. Um, but, you know, of course, like I said, Skronk Alex, I like City Sal. He's, I know he's got a funny name, but uh, he's like a sleeper guy that I like. Um, day three, he would be a good depth piece. Um, he has a little bit, and they, of course, also actually the Packers like um, guys with uh, tackle experience. So, but City Sal has some tackle experience. Um, so does uh, John Gaines. Not as much. He has, like, I think uh, maybe 10 or 15 snaps or something like that at tackles. Not, not really much. But uh, those are a couple of guys I like. And then, of course, the guys that are tackles that Green Bay would deem as guards would be good fits to what the Packers like to run. Um, and I like uh, – Death Ridge actually is a pretty interesting guy. He played a lot. He played tackle this past year, but he was a guard beforehand. Um and then I think it's – and, yeah, this is – and then um, – what's his name? Uh, from Ole Miss, uh, Broker. I like Broker, too. He, he, was, he was a tackle, too. Moved inside a guard this past year. Um, and so, yeah, just basically look for any guys that have tackle experiences with the Packers. Like. Packers usually do draft their offensive linemen very well. <laughs> yeah. And they do find them late. 
And David Bakhtiari was a fourth, fifth round pick, something like that. Fourth, yeah, fourth, fourth, yeah. So we'll see what happens. See what yeah. happens. All and, right, let's and, get uh, to Pilsen, the oh. actually Pilsen's an interesting one to keep eye on. Sorry. Uh he's an no. interesting one to keep eye on from um Illinois because he uh was a cent he's started as center for I believe two years, one or two years. But he also has tackle experience and guard experience, so he's played all five spots. Ooh, Elton Jenkins 2.0. Here we come. I don't know about Elton Jenkins 2.0, but yeah, he's he's got that experience that the Packers like. So he's a, he's a guy that um, I've never I haven't heard anything, anybody talk about him, but you think he's a, a potential day three pick for the Packers? Awesome, awesome. Well, here we go. Offensive skill positions, what everyone <laughs> wants to hear. Wide receivers and tight ends. We'll start with wide receivers. Will this be the year the Packers draft a wide receiver in the first round? No. The answer is no. The answer <laughs> is no. Absolutely not. Nope. But they have done really well drafting them at other times. So here are the names of the wide receivers that you, Brian, have said fit the, the, the Packers' thresholds and everything. Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. Andre... Yosibas, Princeton, Jonathan Mingo, Ole Miss. I've heard that name a lot. Matt <laughs> Landers, Arkansas, Colton Dowell, Tennessee Martin, Cody Trust, Sam Houston State, A.T. Perry, Wake Forest, Michael Wilson, Stanford, Rasheed Rice, SMU. Heard that name a lot too. <laughs> Chase Coda, Oregon, Dontavian Wicks, Virginia. I like him. Oliver Martin, Nebraska. Xavier Scott, Maine. C.J. Lewis, Bowling Green. Jason Brownlee, Southern Miss. David Zarilla, Bryant. Grant DeBose, Charlotte. Thyric Pitts, Delaware. Antoine Green, North Carolina. Garrett Meg, North Dakota. Raheem Jarrett, Maryland. Braden Johnson, Oklahoma State. JSN, OSU. Daniel Arias, Colorado, Mitchell Tinsley, Penn State, and Xavier Hutchinson, Iowa State. Man, Brian, you're <laughs> going to break a lot of hearts with this list because there are some people out there shouting for, like, Zay Flowers, and I don't see him here. No, well, you know, you know how it is. We've talked about it before. I've talked about it on Twitter a million times. The Packers have their... There's such holes to the receivers. I mean, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. That's just the, how the Packers do it. I mean, Gudugans has even confirmed it. When he drafted um, Amari Rodgers, you know, it's not really per se the height, which, you know, I mean, I think he says that, but it's not 100% true. Of course, they're not going to draft some 5'5 five, five wide receiver. But, you know, still, it's not about height with him. It's, it's more about size and bulk. And so, you know, they like guys that are 100, 190 pounds plus. Um so that's why I try and stay around there. They'll, they'll 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 dip down a little bit below, like you know, 188, 189, stuff like that. But yeah, about 190 plus is what they're looking at. Yeah. So I mean, the guys I like on here, the three that I like the most are Mingo, Wicks, and Rice. How about you? Yeah, those are those are guys I've I've been liking for a long time. Um, Especially Rice, and then actually one of the guys I've been liking for a long time is A.T. Perry. I've been liking both 
both of them since last year, last, you know, 2021 uh, college football season. So um, I've been liking those guys for like a year. Um, yeah. And of course, Mingo, I like Mingo too. Um, of course, uh, Joe Pearson sees that he'll be happy or hears this. He'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I like those guys. And then uh, Yosef Ashke, he's a developmental guy. He's, some people have tried to compare him to Watson, but he's not, he's not Watson. Um, he has some similarities physically, but uh, he doesn't, uh, separate as well as Watson, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have explosive speed like Watson. But you know, he's a more developmental guy that they could take in day three, you know. Um, and then, yeah, Mingo, like I said, and At Perry, like I said, um, Landon's an interesting guy. Uh, he's he reminds me a little bit of uh, of MVS. Um, he's a little more loose, like he's not as um, what do you call it? Stiff in his routes as far as when he breaks down, he changes, you know, makes yeah, his MBS cut. MBS was very stiff in his routes. Yeah, especially his cuts and stuff. I think it was kind of rounded or he'd take too many steps and stuff. Yeah. Um, Landers isn't that isn't that that stiff. He's more What about the hands? Does he got the drops that MVS had? No, he didn't really have drop issues in college. Um, mm. So I think he's like a slightly better version of MVS, or at least he could be, his upside is. But you know, he also ran a four three seven, I think it was. So um, yeah, he could be fast. Yeah, of course. Very fast. So, I mean, the, the potential is there, of course, for him to be a slightly better version of MBS, basically. And he, some people have said he's not a blocker, but when I watched this film, I saw him being a willing blocker and you know putting guys. Mm, Packers the, like those. Packers like those blocking wide receivers. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's why I. I yeah, and then of course they also like the guys with the, there's some arm length things that I think a lot of people don't talk about yeah. um, that the Packers like with the receivers. Um, that's why if on my on my uh, article you see it next to the names they'll have they'll be a note in red. That's usually yeah. if there's a test or some sort of measurement that's kind of on the borderline. Um, mm-hmm. So like uh, JSN is on the borderline with his arm length at like thirty and a half or whatever it is thirty and a quarter. So some like guys like him might technically actually not even be on the Packers board. Um, yeah, like I said, because they will like, break a lot of hearts, so <laughs> many, so many. Yeah, because I the it seems to be the threshold seems about be about 31, uh, 31, 31 and a quarter inches for the arm length, which Jason yeah. looking under. So, yeah, uh, well, I saw something about two old head coaches talking, I think it was like Bill. Parcells and Jimmy Johnson or something like that. And they said a thing about making an exception in your draft and in, in a draft uh, going away from your thresholds or whatever, is that pretty soon you have a team full of exceptions and <laughs> not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. It doesn't seem like to be a, too much of an issue with Goody. He'll make an exception here or there, but he doesn't, he pretty much sticks to his, his board for the most part. Yeah. All right. Tight end. <laughs> obviously a huge need. Right. I'm so happy that the two guys I like the most are on your list. So here's the list. Zach Kuntz, Old Dominion, a perfect 10 RAS score. Yep. And he is one of my favorites. Uh-oh. That means I'm not going to take him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Darnell Washington, Georgia. Everyone loves Darnell Washington because of his combine tape. Yep. Thing is, he's not that real. He's not really a good receiving tight end, which is so ironic. 
about the combine tape, but he is a fantastic blocker. Could be a Mercedes Lewis type guy. Yep. There's Luke Shoemaker out of Michigan. Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State. A lot of people are saying get Musgrave. I'm saying please don't. <laughs> Kraft out of South Dakota State. Major Roman out of Yale. Brenton Strange out of Penn State. Will Mallory from Miami, Florida. Sam Laporta, Iowa, my other one that I really like. Blake Whitehart, Wake Forest. Josh Weil, Cincinnati. Davis Allen, Clemson. Travis Bokelic from Nebraska. Michael Meyer of Notre Dame. A lot of people projecting him in the first round. I don't believe in first round tight ends. They're against my religion. <laughs> and Payne Durham from Purdue. And then also you uh, have a note that says, uh, similar to wide receiver, there aren't many guys who didn't work out that will be on the Packers draft board. Dalton Kincaid, uh, Utah is probably the only one. Again, I like Kincaid as a receiver, but he's a horrible blocker, and that's just not going to do it for me. Yeah, he's 24 years old and he's coming off a back injury. Right. He's a he's a no okay for me, eh. as my son says. No okay. No okay. Okay. So yeah, my so. my two guys that I really like are Zach Kuntz and Sam Laporta. Those are like if they if they get those two guys in the draft, I will be dancing. Who who do you really like? Um. So actually, well, like I was, I'll go with my kind of sleeper guy first. Uh, Blake Whitehart from uh, from Wake Forest is kind of one of my my, my super guys that I like for Packers for the Packers. He kind of um, he didn't uh, how do you put it? He didn't really get the opportunity to put a lot of production up at Wake Forest um, because they had so many receivers there that you know they had to get the ball to basically um, you know and AT pair included, and then they also have um, like four other receivers who have NFL potential. So even next year, we should see like another two or three Wake Forest receivers in the draft. Um, but when he did get his opportunity, he made plays. You know, he was able to extend. He's able to pluck the ball out of the air. He's a decent blocker. You know, so I think he's a, a bit of a sleeper for the Packers. He kind of fits the mold of what I type of like. A guy who can do a little bit of everything. He may not be a lead anything, but he can do a little bit of everything. Um, he's probably a little more athletic than the guys they usually draft because the weird thing with the Packers is they usually don't draft the athletic tight ends. Um, nope, they don't. Yeah, they've all been like five between five and like six RS scores, which is really weird. Um, but I'm expecting them to draft more athletic guys this year, of course. They almost kind of have to, but even he, him, he, him, he's above that. He's like an eight something RS. So, um, but yeah, he is one of my the guys I like for the Packers. Yeah, kind of he's a uh, almost a nine, 8.98. Yeah, there you go, because he had really good agility scores, which is which is good. Um, but also a guy who I, I think he's okay, but I think he kind of fits the Packers mold also as well as, as uh, Allen from Clemson. Um, he's also kind of similar to Whitehart in that he can kind of do a little bit of everything. Uh, he can play some H-back. He can play some inline. He can, play, he can be split out. Um, he can even be used a little bit as a fullback. You know, he can block. He can catch. He can do a little bit of everything. Um, not really lead any one thing. Um you know, he can get you some, you know, get you your first downs and stuff like that, but nothing really too special about him uh, as far as like um, flashy plays and whatnot. So, those are a couple guys that fit the Packers, I think would be good fits with the Packers. 
Um, my only thing with uh, Koontz and Musgrave is they're both kind of more split out tight ends. You know, and the mm-hmm. Packers tend not to really use their tight ends like that. Um, but my only thing I'm, what I wonder about sometimes is maybe do they not do that because they don't have the tight ends to do that with, or is it just because it's not a philosophical offensive or, thing with or did the quarterback not want to do it? <laughs> well, he doesn't like throwing over the middle, but or he didn't, I should say, but they they didn't really split out their tight ends that much anyway. Um, you know, in the years past, but like I said, but they did do it with Jermichael Finley, of course, that was on McCarthy. So, um, and Jermichael not... Finley was a freak of nature athlete, yeah, even though he didn't test that well, <laughs> which is no, but he, he's a guy though that got more athletic as his as he got older, yeah. He is, yeah. I, I have stood next to this man, he is a giant human being. Mm-hmm. Michael Finley, just like six foot six, whatever he is, 200 plus pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> is, is he still like 250-ish now, or is he, did he drop weight? Yeah, I would say so. I I saw on, on the Twitter, um, no, it was on Facebook, his son, mm-hmm. uh, Little Finn, <laughs> had a visit with Texas. I think oh, okay. his son might be going to play tight end at Texas. Uh, okay, interesting. That might be a name to get on your radar pretty soon. Four, four years from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like those couple guys I've quite, and then like the the thing with my, my the, I can't talk, sorry, Mayor is, you know, he didn't test overall that well and the Packers tend to draft highly athletic guys in the first round. That's why I don't see them drafting uh him in the first round. He's still my tight end one in the class just because he's so good at everything, you know. Um, again, he's not like elite, but he's oh, like really yeah. good. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, obviously, if he's available on day two, you know, second round, and he falls to them, I, I, I would pick him. Yeah. I'm just I, being realistic. And that yeah. I don't think he will fall to them in the second round because yeah. he is very good. Of course, I mean it's always I a but don't think that he would be worth a trade up for in the second round either. No, no, I wouldn't. Because just I mean... based on the amount of talent in this class, because this is like it's not really like a top heavy talent wise tight end class, but it is a deep tight end class in terms of you can get a lot of quality guys on day two or day three. Right, right. Um, I think it kind of drops off around that the fifth round-ish area. But yeah, up until the fifth round, you can get guys who could be potential starters or at the very least a good number two type tight end. Yeah. You know, and then... Packers need both. <laughs> yeah, they need, they need one, two, and three. <laughs> um. And then, of course, like people talking about Darnell Washington, like I, I like him. I think some people take it the wrong way when I talk about him. Um, I just think he's gotten a little over too hyped uh, because of his workouts. Uh, yeah. I think he's a decent. I think he's a good athlete on film, but I just don't think he's, he's a very like, good athlete. Even on he's film, strong. Oh, yeah, he's of incredibly strong. Yeah, I think but, that he's. I think that P. 
people need to temper their expectations for him because I don't think he's going to be anything more than Mercedes Lewis in Green Bay the last few years. Like, I'm not even saying Mercedes Lewis in Jacksonville. I think he's going to be a, 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 a bonus lineman that can catch some balls here and there sometimes. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with a little bit. I would say, I'd, I'd say he's a little bit better than Mercedes Lewis in Green Bay. But I don't think he's going to be prime Mercedes Lewis. Um, that's what I like mean. A... <laughs> like, I th- that, what I mean is, like, the whoever drafts him is not going to be drafting him as a receiving tight end. They're going to be drafting him as as a blocker. Yeah, and the hope that they can develop him as a receiver. Right. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, he's even on film, he's a, he's a good athlete, but he's not like nine point whatever RAS on film. He's whatever like he had. Yeah, he like had he had a, like... uh, a nine point eight eight. Right, and then he ran like a four, uh, four six one forty or whatever it was. Yeah, on his film, I would say he looks more like a four seven five guy, which is like average to slightly above average speed. So, um, you know, and the agility scores were crazy, which he doesn't play to those agility scores. Um, not that he looks like a bad, you know, super stiff guy, but he just doesn't look like this amazing, uh, you know, agile guy on the film. But I mean, I, at the very least, he's got like a he's got a high floor. Just cause at the very least, you're gonna get a guy who's gonna block his butt off. He's gonna be a really good blocker, right. and you know, he could take those little dump off catches and sneak in there and kind of do what Mercedes does where the, the, the defense forgets about him. He catches it and he rumbles for, you know, 10 yards, 12 yards every occasion. He'll get you a couple first yeah, down. Here hopefully, hopefully he's a little faster than Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll be a weapon in the end zone and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's got a high floor. It's just, there's still, there's still some, some ceiling to him. It's just, I don't, I don't think it's as high as some people think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fun going over the offense. Brian has his defense uh, players drop in later today on the ATB network. Yep. And so next week when we record, we're going to go over the defensive players that are on the Packers draft board. Probably maybe could be, <laughs> and we'll do a very similar thing to this. Uh, but, and, and then probably also we're going to next week discuss the Mandalorian season finale someone's gonna die today or when I, uh, tomorrow whenever it is that yeah, it drops tomorrow. and i'm ready to get hurt ready to get hurt yeah we're all gonna be sad <laughs> yeah all right uh so again my name is robin you can follow me on twitter at the other robin 19 uh find me over on wisconsin sports heroics and gridiron heroics and in brian's dms always oh, and then you find me at BMAAFI on Twitter. And then, of course, writing for ATV Network. And then my work on the Rise and Draft database. And then, of course, make sure you guys order or yeah, order your uh, Chisa TV draft guide. I wrote an article on there. And also, I did the kickers. The kickers. Yep. Jake Moody. Moody. Moody, he's, 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 he's a good mood. Yes. Yes. Draft him in prosper. All right, yep. everyone. We'll see you next week.